Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road in what we call the road detour. I don't know. I don't really love chocolate, though. Your go-to candy, man. If you got it, go-to chocolate. Your go-to chocolate bar. Kit Kat. I like something like I mean, Kit Kat. Or Snickers. You like Twix? Snickers. I don't even remember what Twix Snickers, is. Snickers is not as many people like it as they used to, man. I like a Snickers. That was my dad's. Actually, it, it was not only my dad's favorite candy bar, but he would have the ice cream Snickers bars in oh, our freezer. Yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, it would be melted by you the like time. You like coconut? Love coconut. I do, too. Almond Joy. Almond Joy. Like Almond, yeah. Joy. Almond Joy. Mounds. As far, but I would, I would, if I'm choosing dessert, I would not choose a, a chocolate dessert. I would rather choose, think cinnamon, sugar, butter, like that's hard candy. Uh, hot tamale. Oh, hot tamale is not. Yeah, hot tamale is okay. So yeah. a fireball. Yeah, I mean, I like cinnamon, when it takes the candy. Yeah, I like jawbreaker type stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, well, welcome to the road detour. Oh, we're on? Yeah, I think oh. we're on, man. We've been What's talking <laughs> favorite candies mm-hmm. and uh, and life, and hope you're doing well this week. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk just a little bit of marriage, and uh, we have two two messages left, and they're, they're heavier messages. Mm. Um, this week, we're talking about before you say, I quit, and uh, you know, I've been, I've been married twice now. My first wife passed away, and, and definitely... Uh, because I, I don't think I had the wisdom to, to necessarily make great decisions. Uh, the fir- my first marriage, there were definitely a couple times when I thought, man, I, I would entertain the idea of saying I quit. Um, and I, I think maybe everybody has has that yeah. moment. You know, I, I think there's something I think innate in us, or maybe I sh- I'll just say in me, um, where sometimes it does feel easier just to start over. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you I know, let me just, I can... I can start over. I can get it right this time. You know why that doesn't work? And that's in this message, because most of our problems are in us and not around us. And we think they're around us. And we just take our problems to the next relationship. Yeah. Uh, And until we deal with what's in us. And that's part of this week's message, by the way, we'll be talking about of uh, before you say I quit, recognize that your your baggage goes with you. Uh, You don't leave it. It goes with you. That's really good because, you know, I think for me specifically, not... Same, but not, but different. Not thinking through marriage, but but I have been, you know, part of my my life is I've been at churches, uh, oft, more often than I than maybe is even good or right. But what I've realized is that the things that oftentimes I was running from in different places, I still would have to face again. And so, right, if if we don't really address the issue at hand, wherever we go next, we'll be facing it That's again. A great application of that. Great application of that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. So I, I, I want to, I wanted to lay this out because we really thought maybe we wouldn't do a detour today. And I uh, was talking to Jason. Um, I have some good friends, you know, numbers of families that struggle in their marriage. And um, if you ask them to rank how big their marital struggle is, hmm. uh, they're going to tell you it's one of the biggest things they face in life. Uh, and yet, here's what we find over and over again: most hmm. of them face it alone. And they face it in secrecy. They don't ever maximize what it means to be a follower of Jesus when they're facing marital issues. They mm. don't cash in mm. on what um, power uh, being a follower of Jesus means, what grace is. And we're going to talk about that. But I want to challenge you as a husband and wife. If you're out there and you're listening, you're thinking, man, we are just, just can't seem to get a win. We can't seem to make it work. Mm-hmm. That when you show up at church, if you got a connect group or just church, and we offer you the opportunity for your church to pray for you, take it. 
Yeah. This is yeah. one of the most important things in life is making our marriage work. And and what we mm-hmm. fail to do is is take advantage of our spiritual resources. No, that's really good. You know, one of the things that I've, I've been thinking about this as it relates to just even, I'll, I'll call it response time, right, at the, ser- at the mm-hmm. end of the sermon. Um, oftentimes, I think what naturally goes through our head is like, well, if I go down, then now everybody knows that I got a problem. But Too what much if shame. It, right, but what if instead of thinking now everybody knows I have a problem, what if people actually thought, I know they're willing to do the hard work on their, on their marriage, right? So it's so flipping how we see that is not as they have a problem or I have a problem, but I'm willing to put forth the effort and the work to make things better. First week we started this series. Yeah. Um, the uh, oldest married couple in our church walked an aisle. Oldest wow. married couple in our church. How Fred and Jopi. How long have they been married? 63, I think, years. Wow. And you know what their prayer was? What? We just wanted, We just want the best God has for us. 63 years married, man. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, there was no shame in that. What an encouragement to, as a pastor, mm. uh, for those people to, to step out and, and share that. And if we, we can realize a couple of truths, number one, we all got struggles, right? Yes. Marriage yeah. is hard for everybody. Um, so, so leveling the playing field and just going, it's tough. It's tough. And then, then saying, my spiritual family's here for me. I can just be transparent. I can be yeah, real. That's good. And and these people are going to come alongside of me. They're going to pray for me. They're going to help me. And uh, we can do life together that way. How do you think we got to the point where people view coming forward or or or, or utilizing the Response. resources of the church that that they see that as a shameful thing versus a like this is uh, we're willing to do the work kind of thing? Wow. Good question. What what did we do wrong? Yeah. How about that? What what happened? What moment? Well, you know, and I, I've often said this. Um, even the fact that we try to dress nicer when we come to church tries to set up a standard that's mm-hmm. not our real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that we try to look better than we really are? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want anybody to know that we struggle and we fail. And and the truth is, that's yeah. all we have in common is our struggle and our failure. So we set an unrealistic standard. It, you know. Here, here it is in a sentence. We need a Savior, right? Yeah. We need grace. We need a Savior. If we don't need a Savior, what are we doing here? Right. Um, and so so to be able to say, I still need that Savior. I, you, you said this in your message, man. He didn't just come to save you. You become one when you marry. Yeah. He came to save your marriage. Right. Well, I, I think that we we forget that. I think that we, I, I do think that individually we can think, you know, Jesus is my help, right? And and that's a kind of a Sunday school concept that we that we've learned over mm-hmm. time is God is with me, but but I do think somehow we forget that God is with my marriage, God is with us, and and again pushing what you just said to the next level is, and me and my spouse are one. We forget that concept. I think of, right. of marriage and. Talk a little bit about your STAY acronym you used this past week. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things I think that has been big for me is I, I'm i not the smartest person in the room. I really need things to be really simple and easy. Actually, thinking about the Ethiopian eunuch that we had in our BRP, right? Uh, Philip able, was able to break the scripture down into very practical ways mm-hmm. for him to respond to it. I need very practical ways. I'm like that Ethiopian eunuch, I guess, in that way. And and so for me, one of the things I've just always felt, not only in my spirit, but just I guess that's been ingrained in me, 
My luckily, my my grandparents they got married when they're fifteen. They've been married seventy five years. Wow! And so my grandpa just turned ninety, and so it, like the fact that they made it, they got married at fifteen. My grandma was pregnant before she before she got married, right? So there was a lot of things stacked against mm-hmm. them, and yet they made it. And when I talked to them, like, what have you done? You know, they were just like, we just chose to stay together. And, and it was it, almost like that simple. Mm-hmm. We just chose to, to stick it out. And for me, what is that? How do I really do that? Because oftentimes I, I may naturally and like deep down be thinking it might be easier to start over, right? It might be easier to quit. Right. And so what is something that I can do if I just need to stay? Then what are some practical tips that helps me stay better, right? So the first would start with me. And I had, you know, I think that that's the thing. I don't remember why I heard it. It might have been you. Um, you know, oftentimes the, the guy is thinking, you know, I want my spouse to be um, more aggressive in the mm-hmm. intimacy con- component. And, and then, the spa- and the, you know, the wife is thinking, I just want my husband to wash dishes or I just mm-hmm. want my husband to take out the, the, the you know, the garbage or whatever it is. And we've, we get in this battle of who's going to go first. And, and if we're in battling who's going to go first and neither one of you are willing to go first, then it never gets done. It's an impasse. Right. Mm-hmm. So so what if you just went first? Right. Um, so stay, hey, by the way, yeah. there's a great biblical model for that. It's called the incarnation. Jesus left heaven, came to yeah, us. He didn't wait for yeah, us. Yeah, that's great. I should have. I didn't even put that in my message. <laughs> the, I should have. Although Joby said my best sister is better than yours. <laughs> just kidding. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't say that. The, uh, so start with me. I, I just need to go first. I need to, and specifically as a dude, you know, we 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 can say and joke around, like you know, you just need to man up. But for me, I just need to man up and go first. Um, so T, take divorce off the table. Um, I I just believe that if we are given a way out, when it gets really hard, most of us will take it. Yeah, yeah. Burn burn the ship, it. man. Burn right. the ship. And so, I, and I think that's the thing where if you just choose from the get go. I'm not going to let divorce be my option. And I get, right, and I think you're going to talk about it in the days to come. Sometimes it gets to that point. Oh, we're there. This message we're going to talk okay, about. Okay, great. The, yeah. But sometimes it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. But but let's not start at that point. Let's, you know, let's, I'm going to interrupt you for a second yeah. because I think it fits here. We're going to talk about it mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, Matthew 19, Jesus said, for the hardness mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. your hearts, mm-hmm. Jesus, God allowed it. That if your heart is hard, toward the things of God, you'll find a reason to divorce. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And we're going to do that Sunday, right? Because th- there's the biblical exception of sexual immorality, sure. and there's the non-believer exception yep. if they leave. Yep. But but the bottom line is, none of those are have to be. God wants the, the believer wow. married to the unbeliever to have a great marriage. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why he says stay. Uh, but if your heart's hard and you don't want the things of God, you're going to find a reason yeah. to get out. Yeah, that's good. Well, with what you're saying, Brent takes me to the A and stay. Allow the right person speaking to your life and marriage. Again, you know, this is, I didn't share this at all, but Allison and I have some friends where the couple was going through an issue, a problem. And one of the couple, one of the individuals began to hang out with their single friends. Oh, yeah. Right. And now their single friends are wanting this, our, our friend that's married to do single things. Well, next, it's not going to help the marriage. Right. Right. And so, and it didn't. They're divorced now. And so 
if we allow the wrong people to speak into our, our life and marriage, then we're just not going to end up where we are, which is, again, going back to how we kind of started, mm-hmm. which is why couples, we all need to utilize the resources that we offer as a church. I mean, this is the where we can get the help and do the work that that that's safe. About the important things, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yield to uh, your partner's needs and desires. And you know, it can be easy to 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 live how we want to live, but if we live selfishly, then we can really miss the most important thing that our spouse needs. That's good. And so, um, you know, I, I do encourage. I mean, for me, Alice and I, she consistently will will make a joke about how I forgot her love language or whatever it is, and we 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 reference that book a lot, I guess, in our in our marriage um, because I will I will be loving on her the way I want her to, to be, love on me. Right. You know what I mean? And, so and that, that doesn't that, always work. The principle behind that is we give what we want. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, we give what we want. You can watch someone's life, and what they're giving you is what they want from you. Yeah, that's good. Um, so again, if I'm willing to start with me, take divorce off the table, allow the right people to speak in my life, and yield to my, my spouse's needs and desires, then my marriage, in theory, will be a whole lot better. Right. Right. And it will help me stay because not only uh, am I doing now what I believe God's calling us to do, but I just believe that God rewards obedience. And God rewards those that are doing everything we can to, to make better what he has deemed right. Last message in the series is going to be after it's all over. Mm. Um, there's two ways a marriage can end, divorce mm. and death, and there's some similarities, some parallels, and they both are hurtful. They both, uh, man, they both leave us alone. Um, and we're going to work through some of that. We're going to talk. So uh, I, I'm telling you, too, if that triggers you, right, if if it's just too hard for you right now to talk about the loss of a mate through death wow. or through divorce, know that it's coming. If you can be there, I think you're going to find some ministry in it. Uh, but I also understand that, that there's a perfect time for everything, and this might not be the time for that for you. So That's good. Let me ask you a question because yeah. we, did, we actually talked a little bit about this mm-hmm. Sunday or Monday. I can't remember what day it was. Like, what do we do if this is a really hard subject to walk through right now? Like, for whatever reason, like, how do we, this is not just true of this series. I mean, there may be one, you know, in the future about, you know, happy mama's day or happy father's day or or whatever. How do we, as a church, how do we continue to show up and lean into what we could call, um, trigger topics? So after my wife died, um, I really didn't care for church because everybody comes here, they're all coupled up and holidays are (laughs) horrible and, Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm leading this place and it, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I was really discouraged with mm-hmm. it all. And so I'm really sensitive when one of our widow ladies or widowers come in and, and I'll try to tell every one of them, get up and walk out if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is no shame mm-hmm. in saying, I can't do this today. Mm-hmm. Um, That's no good. shame at all. Don't walk out on God, mm-hmm. walk out on today. Mm-hmm. And just go, I'm not ready for this. Um, you know, I, I've told this story to individuals. Don't know if I've ever told it. Um, my wife used to buy these freezy pop things you put in the freezer. They're full of Kool-Aid for your kids. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Long and they're yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she had died and I was a few months out and I was grocery shopping and I was going through Crest and I went down the aisle and there was those freezy pops and I had a breakdown in the middle of Crest. Wow. Had to leave my grocery cart there in the middle of Crest. Yeah. Yeah. Left. So it ain't just church, right? Yeah. It's grief. That's good. It's grief. And and don't make the mistake of thinking that if it's a divorce, you don't grieve because the death of a marriage is worth something worth grieving. Mm-hmm. And it's the same stage yeah. as a grief. So so it's okay. Mm-hmm. 
It's okay to, to look at a church service and go, I can't do this today. Just don't do that to God. Don't get the two confused. That's good. Uh, you know, come back the next week and, and pick Try up. Try again. Try yeah, again. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's good because, you know, I think that's where, you know, God wants us to pursue him, right? Mm-hmm. And some days that's going to be easier than other days. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and the fact that we can just all kind of grow in that process together is what makes church, I think, so beautiful is that we don't have to be perfect. One of the things that's, that I'm going to talk about Sunday that I want us to wrap with um, is that the time in life, especially if you go through a divorce, that you need to be cared for, administered to most, the church will often turn it back on you. Well, uh-huh. And so I'm going to challenge our people, man. You know somebody who's struggling, you go mm-hmm. out of your way to pray for them, Mm. receive them, walk with them. Uh, why in the world during the hardest time of someone's life would we kind of distance ourselves mm-hmm. from them? Man, we ought to run to them, run to them. So, uh, man, be here. Don't yeah. miss the last two weeks of this. Thank you, Matthew, for joining me today. Man, I, I love our church. I love getting to just learn from you. So I really appreciate you letting me be here. Man. We love you guys. We'll see, see, you, guys. see you next week.